There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ghostbusters Resurrection is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Visit nerdyshow.com slash support to learn about our Patreon or give a one-time donation. And if you'd like to open your own Ghostbusters role-playing franchise, head to gbrpg.com. Yeah, you guys are running low on equipment. With my ecto, <laughs> ecto fun. Actually, no, those are little bombs. Yeah. Never mind. Look, equipment never got us out of a jam. Mm. I don't know about that. I think it's... Uh... The only thing that gets you out of here. Well, no, one time Josh married someone. <laughs> I, acted, I presided over it. Uh, yeah. Briggs married somebody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, guys. Uh, Technically, it was Briggs' body, but it was the uh, monster inside him that was married. All right, half of Briggs married somebody. I feel like anyone who's marrying, like if you get married, you really are marrying the monster. <laughs> you, know, you know it or not. Wait, so am I the monster? No, but you're still married. Yeah. <laughs> you're not getting out you of that You never got man. that annulled. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> good, luck, good luck taking that to court. <laughs> the, hey, we're not bringing him back so you can annul The Carpathian that, court system not. is a pain in the ass. Oh, God, the alimony. <laughs> I was about believe. to say the alimony. <laughs> Child support for all I'm used kittens. to a certain standard of living. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. We're going to have to fund his throne of skulls. <laughs> or throne of blood, I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, so, when we last left off, you guys were leaving the vehicle assembly building on the Space Coast. You were inside a Chinook helicopter as it was flying back to Orlando. The Ecto-1 is in a sling dangling underneath the helicopter as you are flying. You are sharing the inside of this helicopter with three other soldiers who are there to be like your escort when you land just to make sure the landing zone is clear. On the way back, Nina spotted a couple of zombies walking around. People were abandoning their cars. You've notified the police. They said they would move in. You are flying over Orlando, making your way back to the firehouse. As the Chinook makes its final approach above the firehouse, it's realizing there's no real space to land, you know, because <laughs> it's, it's huge. You never stopped them before. Mm -hmm. On 50, there would be. Looking on the uh, street view, the telephone wires and all the electrical cables that are going up and down 50, they're that close. So the next closest spot that is definitely big enough is in front of the Reeves Memorial United Methodist Church. There's the parking lot that's in the back. It's actually empty because it's, you know, Halloween's in the middle of the night and there's nothing there. So they're just going to gently hover over, set down the Ecto-1, detach the cable, hover a little bit over, and just set the back end down, open the back, and uh, as you guys are ready to, to go out, the three soldiers who are there to make sure the area is clear they just they hut, 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 hut out in front and just make sure everything is fine you guys are good to go they don't shoot any out. kids but, uh, the kids finished evacuating the firehouse that was like three episodes ago. oh okay. the kids are fine the area is clear so they wave you out you can head over and start up the ecto-1 you were literally like 60 seconds away from the firehouse does the ecto-1 kind of like make a loud bang because that thing is banged up pretty it bad sounds too. bad <laughs> what's what's the status of i, I believe we put the trap in the mobile containment unit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
fighting. Right? Yes, yeah. the mobile containment unit was being drained of energy so, very fast, which is why you had to take the helicopter back. So right? I want to get there quickly. Yeah, I mean, so, like I said, it's literally it's three blocks away. You can make it back to the firehouse uh, in one piece. Bring it right around the back. The door's open. You pull in, and this thing just you know, sort of clunks to a stop, and you're back. And a single tear just quietly just rolls down my cheek. You're in the garage of the firehouse. What's the first thing we're doing? Peeing. <laughs> it's probably been hours. After I, the spot, you didn't pee your pants when you got the spiders? Uh, I did. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it with all the water coming down on us. <laughs> Couldn't tell. I, I'm just going to have a quiet moment reflection looking at the Ecto-1. Just going to... Because here's the cheek. thing. You know that the mobile containment unit is draining fast. Oh, yeah. We'll obviously take care of that now. Yeah. Right away. Now. Um, Move it in. Okay. I'm going to need a muscles because the thing is fighting you. Okay. Four. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> you gotta get someone Briggs, else has Briggs, to do you it. Need help, man. Uh, can, can we like all try to? Sure, LaForge. Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's work. And this thing is fighting the entire time, and there's like I mean, little little bits of steam and smoke coming out of the, the lid. If LaForge is fighting it back, does that count as grapple? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how well he rolls. You rolled well. Yeah, uh, sixteen. Yeah, that's fine. You get it. You get it inside. Light is green. Trap is clean. Wait, I'm little, hungry. Can we do an analysis of the like? Does the the actual containment unit look like it's handling all these druidins? Uh, give me brains roll. I asked. Be, I asked Briggs. Wouldn't that okay. be <laughs> that'd be engineering, right? Uh, first, just give me standard brains. Twelve. Everything looks completely normal, actually. Uh, you, you do think it's a little bit weird that it would fight so hard to be in the trap, but then once it's in the containment grid, that you don't really see a difference. But it just has more space, so it can stretch. That is the thing. We don't really know what it's like inside, <laughs> like, you know. So, but it, but yeah, there's no, there, you, you don't notice any difference. Can I do like an engineering check on the Ecto One because it's been through, and I'd rather not take it back. Sure. Out. While while you do that, I come in to the garage. Doug comes into the garage. And it's like. Uh, hey guys, you better get in the side because uh, Felicia Silver's here, and she's in in a serious conversation with Mister Book, and I don't know where this is going. So you should probably. Uh, oh, oh, is she had a hard night. Oh, she's she's, ha- she's having a bad time. It must be really hard for her. And I'm and I'm keeping <laughs> it down because I know that like you know we don't really know what the deal is. So I walk in, throw a grenade at her, and say, <laughs> "Trick or treat." <laughs> <laughs> So let, let me deal with Briggs uh, first. Piss. Of course. 26 and a ghost. You know that you can fix it. There's okay. just not a lot of time. And the time it would take to get it up and running again, like that you'd feel comfortable like speeding around the streets, it, it, it would take a little too long. You think if, if you're going to use this car again, it would have to be not too far from the firehouse, and you wouldn't have to be pushing it too hard. But it could still drive normal, but if you push it, it's not going to last. All right, well, I have a theory. We have the van, and we have the truck. We can use those, and we can... Truck uh, is the at truck is at the, the airport. airport. That's right. I don't know, man. I mean, that old FJ60 has that 2F engine in it. It's inline six. You can't kill it. It's a solid yeah. front and rear axle. Yeah. If you want to spend the time working on it now... I'm going to do that. That would help. That would definitely help help your chances. I'm going to do that. So while you're doing that, you guys are going to go in? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to pull you aside, Doug. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, while we handle Felicia, call the European Ghostbusters and ask them about that location that Ralph mentioned. That he was that, being, that he questioned, was being yeah. questioned about Okay. Uh, when he was being held captive. Wiltshire? I think that's it. Yeah. 
and let the European Ghostbusters give them, first of all, a status update on everything that we're doing. Sure. But let them know, I mean, we have someone over in England. We might as well utilize that. Yeah. No, I, I will try and do that as covertly as possible. Okay, cool. Who? Which one is our English contact? I'm trying, I'm trying oh, to Billy? picture it. Well, I mean, technically, the international Ghostbusters yeah. are based out of England. But Billy's American. Yeah. Um, there, there is no British member of, of the team. I was trying to picture a British member. I'm like, no, no. There's an Australian. French, Russian, German. Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not, he doesn't want to talk to a bloody English. Like, he's, he's not. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, so let's talk to bitch uh, um, Alicia Silver. <laughs> Real quick, how do we look? Do we look like we just came out at the end of like the movie Come and See or something? Like, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, you guys. I mean, we had that nasty webbing and all of that water. I mean, I, of, I like, was in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, no, you guys are all <laughs> kinds of crawling. messed up. I mean, Wall definitely is cut from the bone druden from before. Like, oh, like you have holes right. in your suit. Oh, yeah. You guys have got water webbing. Dirt, uh, like uh, the the weird water that's in the fire system at the VAB, goop from an inside. Some of you were almost swallowed by a giant spider. <laughs> Each of so us could like, summon Captain Planet. Yeah, it looks like so. So it's basically if somebody's doing a seance and accidentally summoned a World War One ghost. Like yeah. that's what we. <laughs> yeah, all of you look pretty messed up. Like uh, dirt, goop, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. So yeah, you're, you're looking like it's been a very hard night, and um, and we don't have temper showers, do we? No. And uh, so when you go in, she's talking with Mister Book, and Mister Book's looking a little intimidated. Felicia is not looking like pissed off or anything, but she's definitely very serious. She greets you, but is seemingly very guarded. Oh, you're back. How goes the trick-or-treating? Fine. How's your night, Ben? <laughs> it's actually been very difficult. Several members of Occulto Veritas have gone missing, and we have reason to believe they are involved in tonight's events. When I heard Mr. Book was with you, I took it upon myself to assess what the situation here is. Things bad, man. Lady, can we person? put the uh, spectral oral <laughs> analyzer on her head just so we can get the... She's telling the truth. Or at least she thinks she is. <laughs> put this colander on your head, please. We only talk to people when they're wearing <laughs> this. <laughs> Do you really want to try and get it to, to put the thing on? Yes. This is the speaking hat. Try this on. <laughs> I have the pillow now. <laughs> oh, that was really funny, Briggs. <laughs> Go ahead, Paul. If you're going to roll to convince her, go ahead. This is a normal cool, I'm guessing. Eight. <laughs> really? Yeah. She got 20. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she had less dice than you. Yeah. No, I'm No, that's three. impossible. No. <laughs> We've had a really long night. I got to be honest. I need some affirmation. I mean, you say that you're you know, part of this group and that there's people who are might be the cause of this. Can Could, could you put this on just so that we can get confirmation that you're on the, like, you're being straight with us. What does it do? It's a fancy lie detector. <sighs> All right. I'll put it on. Sweet. Good job, Pool. But you can't, like, refuse the colander. Like, if you refuse the colander, we're like, you're a fucking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just say, you know, you, you wheel the thing out, you put the laptop on, and you get the colander ready, and you put it on top of her head. She looks human. She's completely human. Looks, this looks totally normal. I don't know if it actually lie detects. If I she's think... a ghost or possessed, you'll see what she's possessed by. Right, right. right I got that. She's, not, she's definitely not possessed by anything. Okay. And as far as like the lie detection element of it, 
it's pretty crude. So like if you're yeah. really oh, good, yeah. if you're really good at telling lies, it won't detect. Right. Uh, un yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike a real polygraph. Okay, but regardless, the fact that she was willing to put it on, I'll take it as a show of faith. Mm -hmm. But it could be part of the. Plan. Oh no, I hate her. Well, we've definitely been interacting with people throughout the evening that seem to have some type of organization. I don't know if these are other members of Cult of Veritas. They haven't been really forthcoming with details, but uh, we've definitely encountered lots of people this evening. You put it on Mr. Book? You, wanna, you might want to maybe throw it on Mr. Book? It's like the blood testing thing. Yeah. Just put it on. Let <laughs> me show you all what I already know. <laughs> How do you want to approach Mr. Book about it? Say, you next, Marty. He, he'll go, oh, okay. He just kind of like he'll do it he's not worried about it or anything does the like colander that. come to life <laughs> <laughs> no if you put it on him he'll like you know because you already had it set up yeah. so she gets out of there and you go hey you know what just really quick so he'll be like all right so he goes and he sits down you put it on strap it on totally normal so hang on this is kind of fun yeah can i put it on <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure if you want to put it on just okay to, just to show just to show like how the baseline that's uh, no, the control I, i've actually never, I just never put it on before I don't know. <laughs> like what if i've been possessed the whole time and who i think i am is not is not the you me. never left that painting like i i i i possessed this body and got amnesia and i just think i am this body but i'm not i'm so the you alien you put it on and it's abraham lincoln <laughs> <laughs> i knew it <laughs> i'm so, like if we have time for this we have time for showers <laughs> Yeah, you know, while these shenanigans like, are going on, I need to look like, hey, Nina. You want to double up? No. <laughs> I, I like. We I only have one like, bar of soap. Like, Please hurry. Like, I nod my head to the kitchen, like, kitchen? Fight? Fight. Kitchen? Kitchen. kitchen. Yes. And I just, I just wander over to the kitchen. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, I think yeah. we just run over to the kitchen. Just the eat. problem is that we're using, all of, our, we're using all of our cooking tools for spectral oral analyzation. <laughs> 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 anyway, All so. Right, so let's make progress Do with I this conversation. Okay, so I take Josh's or LaForge aside and I say, hey, I mean, how real do we want to get with Felicia here? Do we want to, I mean, point out the fact that Ralph has came to us and said that he was basically being interrogated by Uncle Veritas this entire time? Or do we want to keep our cards a little bit closer to the chest? I really want to see how she acts in the moment of surprise. Let's keep Ralph in our back pocket for a little bit. Okay, all right. Is it pulled? Did you, when I put it on, did you see anything? No, you look good. Oh, thank God. Okay, so we're obviously dealing with a lot tonight. Yeah. What do you need from us? Aside from checking in on Mr. Book and seeing whose side he's on, I needed to get information from him on what kind of research he's been giving you because it's probably useful. I mean, do you have people that you could even trust to take care of this situation? Of course I do. But I need to know who I can trust first, before I can think about utilizing some of the more dangerous members of a cult of Veritas. <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, you say dangerous. <laughs> All right, listen, Briggs is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Tuesdays. I'm assuming that's not the kind of dangerous you mean. I mean special operations. A tactical strike force. I appreciate how confident using that term must make you feel, but we've saved the world twice. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I don't know what like. So I, you know what? Bring him. What do you pool? You agree? Well, I mean, do we actually want to like take advantage of any resources? I mean, we are stretched pretty thin right now. Okay. Do you guys want to do a huddle inside, away from Felicia? Can you hang out with Mr. Book? We trust him, Felicia. We vetted him. Yeah. Like, just give us a second. Fine. All right. So, as far as Druden go, they're elemental mm -hmm. in a primal way. So far, we've dealt with earth, water, bone, air, and fire. 
we have not caught the Earth Druid in. A piece of it escaped. Right, but right, you did right, catch. Right, you, right, you did right. put. We caught, we caught the, the we essence, got the, yeah. the, mm, material. Oh, yeah. the material, but the entity itself. Right okay, away. necromancy and palm reading. I think yeah. are the last so two bone forbidden wasn't. magics. Bone was bone, animal kingdom, like reading the bones, and we went to animal kingdom and fought the bone. So, so, so bone is not necromancy. No, necromancy. That's like the difference between like manipulating corpses versus rolling bones on a table and reading fortunes okay. is what I interpreted. That, that is as. what it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. then the necromancy has to be the one at Universal. Yeah, and in Casadega sense, yeah. is where all the psychics are. Am I still fixing the car while you guys are talking about yes. this? This is all happening very quickly. But yeah, yes. we're just... And if and if and if Josh wants to call a huddle, I'm sure you would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 can yeah, can, can you guys just come time. in there while I'm fixing no, the car? Because I could do both. Sure. We'll do it right around. The car's fine. It's really not. It's a Land Cruiser. I don't know if the logic of how this works. It's probably that the necromancy one is scary, but the problem reading, while appearing silly, is super scary. Yeah. We can ask her what resources she's talking about. I think we should... Uh, I don't trust him here at the firehouse. It's time to go flow. Yeah, that's probably best. Break what, do you, what do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds okay, good. Okay, I'm cool. into it. All right. Okay, so we walk back in and we say, all right, well, what resources are you really talking about? Because we've already fought a lot of things tonight, and you know, I just kind of want to know what you're bringing to the table. These are things you're not supposed to be aware of, but we have several different five to six man teams that specialize in different things like cryptozoology, undead, and non-corporeal entities. But if we're seeing walking corpses and other monsters, I would call in the Grey Squadron. Their specialty is undead creatures like zombies and vampires. It was the same squad that I sent out a few years ago when you were in Europe. I know. They were awful. A lot of them died. Mr. Book is like, okay, look. I've been wanting to talk to you guys about this since you got back. I think this is going to be important, and I made some notes on this as well. So he's going to hand over this piece of paper that has some printed information along with his handwritten notes. You don't have to read the whole thing out loud because it's it's a lot. <laughs> but it's basically, this is about the seven forbidden magics and how it ties into the Druid. Each one of these pieces of magic is a forbidden magic from the Renaissance era. I think that each one of them can affect the other. So like one cancels out another, maybe? I, that's what I am thinking. The thing that's weird about this is this collection of magic. It doesn't quite make that much sense the four elementals are kind of a given that like that's kind of obvious the ones that stand out are the uh palmistry the bone reading and the necromancy right. i don't really know why these were grouped together in this specific way they were just considered to be all bad at the time but there are several books that can go into it talk about the groupings like where they originally came from why are they grouped this way uh it mentions things like the uh picatrix and liber ricellis these are both old grimoires from the 13th century. They're the first ones to be considered outlawed and forbidden, but they are the ones that go into these kind of things. You'll notice I have a note on there about the Munich Manual of Demonic Magic. Mm -hmm. this 15th is, century. Yes. <laughs> oh, you read my notes. Great. This one isn't really... No studying. <laughs> part, part of it has been translated into English, but the entire manual has not yet been translated. They've had... Hundreds of years. This was only found recently. Okay. <laughs> like, this was only recently found in, like, the 1920s. But it's from the 15th century, and they've been translating it, you know, trying to get the proper thing, because it's, you know, it was, like, in Latin, then Old German, and all sorts of craziness. And it wasn't really interesting to a lot of people. So only that's why only parts of it were translated into English. But I think there's also missing pieces of it uh, that have not been touched. We're not even sure if it's part of that manual. But anyway, I'm talking with somebody who's in Munich right now, who's at the library, trying to translate the rest of it for us, because I think it's going to be the connecting thread that explains why these seven things are together and why they're tied to Sam Hain. Mm. And as an example of certain things, I, he's already scanned over a couple pages. I haven't translated these yet, but I'm going to hand them to you guys and see if anything jumps out at you. These are actual pages from the actual Munich Manual of Demonic Magic. Oh, hey, what up? 
Am I holding this right? Actually, no, I'm holding this upside yeah. down, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, turn it. Yeah, turn it. Yeah, that, so that, like, that bodes you really well you for you being able to read this. Okay. Uh, I have a cult. <laughs> Maybe I should read it. He says, the first, now, as you can see, there's pentagram, also the Drudenfus, as it's uh, tied to the Druden. I think this is supposed to be some kind of ritual having to do with them, either summoning them or stopping them. We're trying to figure that out. But I'm just trying to show you what I'm dealing with right now. Well, <laughs> that this this is crazy. Nina, maybe if you can read any of the old German, maybe you know Nina. some of this. Um, you know that some of it looks familiar with some of the other notes that you've had previously. The ones like maybe particularly relating to Samhain and the Feast of Samhain. Related imagery, definitely. S specifically the pentagram. I mean, it's kind of hard to miss. Yeah, stuff about the moon. Actually, yeah, that's a, a, an important point. A thing that this has in common with those two other forbidden books that I mentioned is strange kinds of worship. I'm going to try and give you an exact example here. Quick history. <laughs> now, granted, this is Mr. Book's very excited about this. This, this is shit he eats up. The Munich Manual was only recently discovered, but the two previous books that are of the same ilk and from a similar time period is the Picatrix, like I mentioned before. That's 400 pages about different things of magic and astrology. That's from the uh, 11th century. It was originally in Arabic, and then it was translated from like Arabic to Spanish, then from Spanish to Latin. Was the Arabic man, did he go crazy at some point? That oh is, my God. We, we don't we don't know the person who wrote it. <laughs> okay. But um, it, it was translated several times, so maybe whatever power that it had has kind of been watered down throughout the ages. But the important thing is the, uh, the title of this original thing. Picatrix is the Latin title. The original title in Arabic is loosely translated to the aim of the sage or the goal of the wise. But the thing that is really interesting about it is that this has different spells and it tells you the best times and places to use spells and the gestures that the summoner needs to use to, and I quote, what terms must be used in petitioning to the stars. So to get power from somewhere that was not holy, in other words, this is why this book was blacklisted. Okay. Now, totally different book from a totally different background, and this is real. This is the Liber uh, Rysalis. I, I can't pronounce this one right. This is, again, 13th century medieval Kabbalah grimoire. So completely different background. So primarily focused around demonology? Yes. Uh, this, it's written in, in Hebrew and Aramaic. But this text was supposedly given to Noah by the angel Raziel. This was then handed down over the generation to eventually got into Solomon's hands, King Solomon. King Solomon, supposedly he had these magical abilities. Supposedly they came from this book. Well, I mean, he was really good at getting wives. But here, here's the parallel between the two. It tells you how to call upon angels rather than God on how to perform supernatural feats. Okay. So, you were, so both of these books are blacklisted because they are calling upon a heavenly thing in the stars that's not God that gives it its, its power. Did it say what kind of angel? It was insinuating that these were just like your standard angels that worked for God. But the point here is that what they thought was angels... Could have been just spirits. Could have been could have been powerful spirits of something else. And with the Lesser Key of Solomon, as I'm sure you guys know, there's like dozens and dozens of demons that are listed in it, uh, over 140 spells on how to summon them. So we're talking about a whole pantheon of demons, all relating to feeding power, giving power, like humans being able to harness that power somehow, and that's what's been blacklisted. And whenever I try to look this up uh, in the Occult of Veritas archives, that's the stuff that's been missing. This is the stuff that everything I've been telling you has not been from the Occult of Veritas archives. There's giant holes where these things are supposed to be, but I'm getting from my personal archives and from the people that I know that are over in Germany and, and, and everywhere else in Europe. 
So everything relating to that and Sam Hain is missing. And I and I don't have an explanation, but I'm just I'm getting more and more all the time, but this is what I got. So as you can see by the notes, I think there's certain ones that can overpower other ones. I think we got to start thinking about what happens if these things all come together. Well, we did already notice some pretty volatile reactions to the materia from one when they got in close proximity there was a pretty volatile reaction so well it wasn't really volatile they just sort of glowed i just it's... had a thought oh yeah you're right they... so far we put four in the containment unit right what happens if we put all seven in there that could potentially be catastrophic we did discuss that but this page names on it. I mean, clearly like Satan, Beelzebub, Lucifer, Belial. Yeah, these are, are old grimoires that talk about all the different kinds <laughs> of demons and uh, other spirits and things. There's uh, there's patterns here. I don't know if these are like runes or summoning accident, circles. Accidents? I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Accidents and Orions? Aren't those the names of angels or like classify, classifications of angels? I have yet to go through these pages. What I'm currently working on is what you're looking at now. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm hopefully gonna have more ready for you by the time you guys come back. Wasn't Beelzebub and um, okay, well, uh, they, weren't they fallen angels as well that became demons after they fell? I mean, in one book, there's only one book where that happens. There's no Satan in the Torah and the Kabbalah. Well, I mean, they use the word Shaitan, but he's but he's the he's just it just means enemy or adversary. So what Mister Book basically says is he says. As crazy as it sounds, right now what I'm trying to do is make a grand unified theory of all of this <laughs> because there's so much that they have in common and so much that is completely opposite. I'm just trying to find out what they all have in common because that's probably going to lead us to the truth of, of something. Well, the problem is, like, where do you stop, though? There, there might be a new Abdul al-Hazrat out there and make a new shit. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got a good point. I mean, we know demons exist. We know stuff like this. So, I mean, it all could... Well, and again, what are we calling demons? Minions th- of hell? Or are we referring to them as just powerful well, spiritual entities? Entities. We have I made think that it's like hungry yet. things that don't normally live in our realm that are trying to get in. And, and also what we call ghosts, just like lesser powerful demons. Because they're not people, not really. We've discussed before the idea of a person ghost was never that person. It's more of like an imprint, like when you, like your hand in putty kind of thing. It's just like, like you psychokinetic imprint of someone on, onto the but, but is that But is that imprint the thing? Or is it the thing can use the imprint to appear? Depends on the kind of ghost, you know. It depends. That's it's all like, I'm saying. This is this is this is why it's a cutting edge science. <laughs> it's getting late in the night, and I'm getting real philosophical. That's all I'm saying. Let's get. Yeah, yeah, you guys haven't had sleep in a long time. Hey, you know? we got yes. that demon in the in the containment unit, don't we? No, no he's out. He's that's right there with freaking. So we need to ask him. Hey, where'd you come from, man? Just just be honest with us. I mean, ask it. It would be rude, Briggs. I don't care. Yeah. He's, he's, you can't just ask people why they're demons, matters. Briggs. <laughs> he's trying to kill everyone. I think it's okay. Look, it's like going to Alaska and ask somebody why they moved there. It's rude. <laughs> okay, I mean, so regardless, you can't really expect it seems answers. like you're connecting some dots between the forbidden magics and the summoning of a being. Yes. But at least as far as our understanding is, the being has been summoned. I think when you know how to summon something, that can be a clue on how to get rid of something. Okay, if all of these druidin were used by a particular group to bring Sam Hain to where we are. Maybe these leftover pieces that we're getting, we need to collect all of them to banish him again. Mr. Book says, I don't know. <laughs> I I feel safer if we destroyed or put him in a tank person in the containment unit. Personally. Be real sad if we destroy one of them and then uh, find out we needed all seven. Mr. Mr. Book says it's my current theory that these seven Druden 
were just seven of hundreds way back in the day. And for whatever reason, those have fallen by the wayside. These ones have stepped in and are representing these seven forbidden magics. Okay, so while we're talking about this, people are getting eaten universal, so we need to do that regardless. We mm-hmm. need to stop that from happening. And it's got to move on. So do we take Grey Group with us to Universal or send them to clean up Bithlow? I say they go to Bithlow because we're going to be more effective than them, I think, personally. I'll contact the Grey Squadron. Tell them about the infestation in Bithlow and have them report back to me. Okay. Then if we're going to Universal, I am going to our pseudo-armory and taking my psychokinetically charged axe. It's good to use other do we, resources ma- that you got. How many weapons yeah. like that do we Sounds have? We have well, what two or three, right? Yeah, I can tell you in a second, but I'll say while you guys are discussing this, Ralph comes walking out of the back. Oh, good. And this is the first time he's been out all night since you put him back. And he speaks to Nina in German, and he's just like, I'm, I, I need to eat soon. I'll say at the sight of Ralph, Felicia Silver says, What the fuck? And she reaches into her coat, she pulls out a gun, and she starts aiming it around. What is he doing here? She's like backing herself into a corner and looking very afraid. I'm sure Somebody he's wondering the same things. thing. As the confusion is mounting here, she's going to reach into her jacket again, and she's going to pull out looks like a small piece of paper, which you can see now looks like a photograph. And she's going to throw it at his feet, and she's going to start speaking to him in German. Kennst du ihn? Nine. Oh, she's asking if he recognizes him. Du hast ihn in München getroffen. She said he met him in Munich. Ich kann mich nicht erinnern. He says he doesn't remember. Du hast ihm die Kehle zerrissen. Mit den Zähnen. He tore his throat open with his teeth. Es tut mir leid. And he starts breaking down. And he like falls to his knees and he starts crying. And he says, Erschießen Sie mich. Erschießen Sie mich. Bringen Sie mich um. Bringen Sie mich um. He's sorry. And, and he wants to die. So yeah. she's accusing oh, Ralph oh. of killing one of the previous Occult of Veritas agents. So she's freaked out that he's saying this stuff and he's on the ground and he's weeping and, and you guys are kind of just standing in the corner watching and she's not really sure what, what she wants to do, but this is it's pretty tense as far as... as, far as we lost concerned. our hidden card, so yeah. I'm going to just step between the two of them. I, I've got my hands up because I don't want to appear threatening and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He came to us looking for help, apparently having been tortured by some of your people the last year. Bullshit. He escaped shortly after you left Germany, and now he's here? You let him go. I went to kill him, and he was gone. It seems like something pretty obvious happened. You got some bad eggs in your organization. He didn't escape. He was kidnapped from your organization by members of your organization. Now he's here after having been tortured, and I'm trying to comfort him with Rammstein lyrics, which is not a good sign. You need to put the gun away (laughs) and and chill the F out. He killed my brother. Well, yeah, I mean, but... I saw the security footage. He's the one. Let's not waste time going on about who killed who. I think everyone needs a grilled cheese. (laughs) Okay, so maybe he killed your brother. He did. Maybe he did. (laughs) But he's got info that might save everyone on the planet's life. So maybe chill out a little bit. You have to give a cool. Oh, man, I'm so cool. You know what? Because this is a bluff. Because I don't know that he has any information that's worth knowing. In fact, he never even hinted. 
That's he, true. He is never is in any way yeah, insinuated. That, that is a straight up bluff. He has so. anything fucking useful for us. <laughs> Not, I mean, it's like an average roll. All right, 15. I'm so sad I put myself between this bitch. <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Now, I, now, to clarify, she listened to you. She's not, like, beyond reasoning. Why is he here? He he doesn't want to be a vampire anymore. That's it? I can fix that right now. Look, he wants to die. All right. We, can, we could do that. We don't need your help doing that. But if we can figure out a way to cure him, maybe it could help us next time we face vampires. And more people like your brother don't have to die. Give me, uh, just give me standard cool. All right. 13. She'll put the gun down. And she's just like... I'm leaving. The Gray Squadron will take care of the situation in Bithlow. I'll contact you. Hey, if it's any consolation, I'm pretty confident he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if it makes you feel any this better. Is, this is a Hail Mary pass on our <laughs> like, part. Like, this was going to be our pet project for the next, like, what, two days? What he gave us before he said he'd walk out into the sunrise? I give him five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust him. So she'll leave clearly distressed. Uh, but, so you know. For the record, how did this lying, manipulative bitch end up being the one that's threatening us, saying that she doesn't trust our situation? Wouldn't she ever lied? Withheld information. <laughs> Which is a form. Lying. For the record, for the record, I remember my favorite part in season two is when she goes, well, since we're all being a little more honest with one another. And I was <laughs> like, we were never not honest. <laughs> I kind of don't trust her being on her own at this point. Unless someone's going to try to stop her, she's just going to leave because she doesn't want to be around Ralph. Should we just reasons. let her go? I mean... Look, man, if Mr. Book doesn't want to be around her, I don't either. Same. Yeah, Mr. Book is like... He's not good at confrontations, so he's just like, he's been quiet like this whole time. And after You she... tell me the guy who stays indoors and reads all day is <laughs> not good at confrontations? <laughs> so she'll leave, and Mr. Book, after a while, like after the silence is hanging or whatever, he'll just be like... Okay, there's a lot of trust issues apparently, and although it's going to break protocol, I think it's only fair that I'm honest with you guys. I'll just tell you who I am. Uh, my name's Nathan Gross, and I'm a junior attorney at a law firm here in Orlando. That's why I'm guys. I'm a that's cult of me. Okay. That's a big no-no. And as far as a cult of Veritas is concerned, we're not supposed to know anything about each other because it protects one another. But I mean, we with, walked in with our last names on our right. But outfits. you're well. Hey, you, came, <laughs> yeah. you came in suits. Our, our home address is public record. Yeah, like, and you, <laughs> yeah. like you, your your faces are public, like public knowledge. Like everyone knows. We but saved the just, world twice. Yeah. Can said, I add you on Facebook? But he says, <laughs> he's like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. He's because because yeah. again, the point he, he's he's trying to concede that like, look, this is we're looking at the end of the world, so none of that shit matters. So if there's any other questions that you guys have about a cult of your toss, I'll tell you everything. What's your shoe size? My shoe size? Yeah. Like ten and a half. Not oh. helping. <laughs> Fix car. <laughs> I'm doing a good job. What do you guys want to do? You want to try and gear up? You want to... What's... We got to, man. We got to go. We just got to do it. We got to do it. While we've been talking, there's still... Well, can we leave yeah. Mr. Book with you and say, like, tell Doug everything you know and have him write it down? Yeah, sure. You can. He'll, he'll do what, he's here to help. He'll do whatever. I mean, to be perfectly honest, the fact that your lawyer is cool 
But if we don't make it through the night, it's not going to matter. If we do, we're probably going to be liable for a bunch of shit. I just figured, <laughs> so, I just figured, I figured for him it was more of a, it's, I'm it, showing a, a show of yeah. faith. Not, and, and if we're all going to die, I'd rather you know that I'm your friend. You know? yeah, but, but no good deed goes unpunished. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if I know you're a lawyer, you, I mean, I'm going to have to use it. This is all billable, by the way. Well, yeah, don't we know it? <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't actually say that. Yeah, we just attach a rider for your cost. <laughs> well, I make it a point since Poole went to the armory. Oh, yeah, I'll update you guys with what, uh, with what, what, what you have available to you. I want my sword. Yeah, how many, like, melee-esque weapons do we have? That would be a good... A few. We should, if we all can carry one, that may not be a bad idea. Well, I mean, okay, the so ones what, we, we, we have? scavenged from right. in Europe. Right. Okay, so this is what you guys have. You have the cutlass from when you were on Pirates of the Caribbean. <gasps> Crap, Whoa, I forgot yeah. we kept that. Yeah. You also, you also have Colonel Parkin's riding crop. Again. <laughs> oh. yeah, I don't think I should have that again. <laughs> you hit me with that. No, with the sword, the cutlass. Yeah, I don't think I should have that again. Yeah, um, bad memory. Yeah, <laughs> the last time you held it, you almost stabbed someone. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like sight uh, shatan and fucking seniors. <laughs> I swore I'd never pick this up again. You also have the giant oversized lance from the UCF knight statue that's bent in like an accordion. The one that we strapped to the front of the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like hanging up over something, like but in the garage. You know. Huh? You have the framed demon tooth. You have calling it. Yeah, you have Van Helsing's personal diary. And you have the two-handed battle axe from the rusty Crusade Knight. He was one of the four, you know, guys or whatever. But you got that from the Tower of London. Um, you also have the two axes and short sword from the horseman. Yeah, I'm reclaiming my short sword. I'm going to take a leather thong. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> Not the underwear. I like see where you're going. I see like, you're a going. Like, like, yeah. the, like the shoes? Like a rawhide strip. Like the Greek sandals? Yeah, like what those are made of. <laughs> and... Uh, have the demon tooth on it and wrap it around my fist. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you really want to do that, I won't stop you. Yeah. Over on top of the uh, gloves. On yes. top of those gloves that you got. Slime woven gloves. The, the, uh, well, the, think... the last time I picked up that sword, it was a bad time for everyone. Yeah. I think LaForge may be the only person who can use the two handed battle axe. <sighs> we can bring it. <laughs> Put it in the car. Well, I'm I keeping mean, my axe we have that axe, I had. We have two axes. I'll have a sword of some kind. Okay, well, well I did the short sword. Let's give Nina the cutlass. Okay. You take the other axe. Okay, sure, fine. All right. And then Josh has his punchy, glovey, demon toothy. I never take him off. Bamboo. But now I've got a demon tooth. You know, just kind of like hanging there. Oh. Now, um, can like we... Like a charm. Like, yeah. Cut someone in... Like a charm bracelet. Now, there are those things that need to be repaired. Uh, the ones that were water damaged. They had, like, a proton pack that was water damaged. Not a lot of time for any of this, especially if you want to haul ass to Universal. Could Mike and I, working together, maybe get one proton pack back up and Yeah, on? can I use my repair ability? Both of you give me your brains to check out the one damaged proton pack. Damn, a lot of dice rolling around. Oh, wow. I got 35. 26. With those two combined, you can definitely say, we have spare parts of the stuff that was damaged. Let's take it out, put it on real quick. If you're both working together, you can you can repair one proton pack. So that's back to normal. I think there was the proton pistol that was also damaged. Nina's that Nina, water that Nina damage. Had. Yeah. If you want to give me another one to take a look at that, and we'll see if you can see how bad it is or how well you guys can repair it and how fast you can move. 25 and a ghost to repair the uh, pistol. 40. You can totally <laughs> repair it with the spare parts that you have, but you don't want to get it wet again. 
Okay. Okay, so it's probably got like an open line somewhere. Yeah, so like the Proton Pack could basically go back to normal. It can take the same amount of wear and tear that it could before. The Nina's Proton Pistol, it can totally work and it is safe to use, but like don't just don't get it wet. Okay. That now, was my Proton Pack that got that got wet and yes, damaged, yeah. right? Cool. Yeah. Um, That's the one that has the little sticker on it that says Weeaboo, but it's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what other damaged things there too. were. Oh. Uh, there was there glad was a, to have that one back. There were two packs that were completely destroyed, right? I wouldn't say completely destroyed, but definitely... Had, no, the only one that problems. was completely destroyed was the Dark Matter Generator. Everything yeah, Dark Matter Generator was, was definitely destroyed. Water damage. Um, there, what, Wall's Ghost Trap was My also water damage, but you can switch that out for another one. The airport. If you know that you're going to Universal, now's the time. If you want to change any of your cards, you want to pick new cards, think about what you want to take with you. Well, I guess the only thing I'm adding is the axe. And the sword. Okay, well, yeah. we both have walkies, so as long as our group has two walkies, that's yeah. all that matters there. I'm keeping things as they are. I don't know why that's I true. feel so bad about letting Felicia go. I, I don't like that she would just let her go. I hate her, but, like, besides the fact that I hate her, what did we get from protecting Ralph from her? Not a lot. I mean, she could have just shot him, and then she would have felt better, and we wouldn't have had to deal with that Ralph thing. You mean aside a cure for... A disease that's worse than AIDS? That we all know we're not finding in 48 hours. We don't know that. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the well, psychic the ghost will tell us. 24 hours are pretty booked. Mm. <laughs> in um, finishing this shit and sleeping all day. I almost want to try to like shove one of these gems into his mouth. <laughs> Just see. <laughs> so to- Tobin's been in startled silence the whole time. <laughs> he's 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 a little he's a little freaked out, but he's okay now that now that. Uh, Felicia Silver's left, and Ralph has sort of moped his way back into the back. Like it's because everyone's fucking sad. No one's no one's happy, and Tobin is confused. I just sit down with Tobin and give him a cuddle. Mm-hmm. I just wanted no, to point out, that right I'm not sad about either one of those things. Betsy being broken makes me sad. So are we gonna head out to Universal? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. What vehicle are we taking? All thing you have here is the Astro Van and the newly repaired Ecto One. I put a hitch on the Astro Van, right? So let's take both. I'll drive the Ecto One because I figure I'll have an easier time dealing with the. Uh, Whatever its current happen. state, yeah. its current state, and then, yeah, the Ashravan can tow the Land Cruiser if need be. Just because <laughs> the, I don't know about that. Because that sounds no, full it, of people. That and, sounds uh, incredibly it, great for us needing to get across the state as quickly as possible. Well, no, like I'm just saying, like you know, it, it could. It, no, well, it could. worst case scenario, you just leave the Ecto yeah. One somewhere. I'd rather call an Uber yeah. than do that. <laughs> but like, well, no, no, no. And here, here's the reason. Here, here's re- we we've had issues with putting in two Druid in in a mobile containment unit Very right true and just in case we're not gonna like in, in case we can't put them all in the same one and we have to bring them both back at the same time and something happens to the ecto-1 because we don't know it's been through a lot we just tow it back that's what better if, than leaving it out who's doing the van <sighs> who's got better moves than four i'll drive all right the van. you are on your way to universal it'll be a little bit but it's roads are getting a little bit more clear because it's night's kind of winding down and some people are getting and the lights are on yeah and well and some people are getting wind that there's weird stuff happening they should just stay indoors something not safe there's a lot of ghost stuff happening some people said they saw zombies and stuff so everyone's kind of you can tell the city's kind of getting quiet now because the word is spreading fast of like all this crazy shit that's happening you pull up to universal you can go in through one of the back gates security's ready for you opd is there they're surrounding one of the back sound stages that's there and there's a crowd of people that going to be the line for one of these haunted houses universal has basically shut down the park everyone go home but there's still a crowd of people who have like loved ones that are probably inside people who are just refusing to leave there's a lot of cops around I there. paid for this ticket yeah. i'm gonna get in that goddamn <laughs> michael myers house waiting for two goddamn hours <laughs> real zombies or not i'm getting in there and getting my shit scared i just imagine that like each time that world ending shit happens there's just one guy that the moment it starts he's just we see him every year 
When it goes down, he's just nude in the street and he's like, Yeah, man! <laughs> yeah, woo! It's, it's the red-headed guy. It's for real this time. Yeah. It's Ghostbusters! All right! It, this time it's going to happen. I know so, it. So I guess we should find out where they know there are actual people and head to that direction better. Yeah, so they're definitely surrounding this one soundstage, which has been converted into a haunted house. Some representatives of Universal show up, along with some of uh, the higher, higher-ranking members of OPD, and they know the Ghostbusters by now. Like Sergeant Whitewood has already like called ahead and told them that you guys are out and about, so do whatever the heck you guys need. They give you the, the briefest rundown that they don't know what's happening inside. All they know is that people stopped coming out. Some people ran from it screaming. They've kind of gone crazy, maybe. More than they're normal. not talking. Yeah, more than yeah, more than normal. They, like they're not talking. Like they've kind of gone mutant and are shaking and stuff. They've stopped people from going in. Of course, they've cordoned off the entire area with cops. But every once in a while, someone from the remaining crowd snaps and tries to break the police line because they have to get inside, not because there's a loved one inside, but because they're they're hearing something and they're 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 they um, feel like they have to get. This inside. is my home. It was made for me. Okay, I mean, quick question. When we go in there, how are we going to differentiate between... Well, obviously, we're going to have... Friend to, or foe. Well, yeah, but... Makeup or zombie. Right. What if somebody... Like, that, that's a problem. How big of a crowd are we talking? There's so, definitely like, more people than cops. They're getting more people all the time. A black and white will pull up like every few minutes trying to get more people, but it's it's just a large crowd of people. Basically, they're losing control of this crowd, and it's not just because people are upset that they can't get in the haunted house. Let's move. Yeah. All right. You moving in? Yeah. I guess so. What's the marching order here? I'll be back since I have extra goggles. All right. Who wants to push me through this hunt? <laughs> I will. <laughs> I got goggles. I'll be point. Yeah. All right. So walls up front. Pools in back. And the rest are in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. I'll be kind of middle to front. What's the theme it. of this haunted house? So this is going to be like a jail, insane asylum kind of thing. Perfect. Where Perfect. the inmates kind of took over. That's what it's supposed to be, at least. With yeah. that, the cops will open the door for you guys to step inside. As soon as you step in and like pass like the first couple rags that are like dangling down, it is completely pitch black. And you don't even really hear the standard sound effects or screaming or anything like that. It's like it's like silent inside. Well, flashlights on. And goggles. If you turn and PKE. Yeah. If you turn your flashlight on, you're in like a black void. And as you turn to see, you're alone. So it's almost like we walked into like a giant cave. Yeah. Except but we don't see each other. Except you do not see each other. Oh shit. And as, you're, and as you're looking around, even with the goggles, you're just looking at an empty void. If you try to turn back like where you came, you're just seeing darkness. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Man. And I oh, say, no. uh, I'm like, guys, guys. I, I, I go, uh, Marco. No one hears him. Marco? You are by yourself. <laughs> Marco. <And laughs> this is some House of Leaves shit here, Seriously, man. Marco? And as you sort of realize, oh, shit, I'm in the dark and I'm by myself, you hear a voice. You're not sure if it's in your head or if you're actually hearing it. just says, wow. Oh, thank goodness. And um, <laughs> I, I, I look around, and I start waving. And that's where I'm going to end it tonight. I wave. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to Ghostbusters Resurrection. If you found our service satisfactory, please consider telling a friend or you can rate and review us on iTunes. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other Nerdy Show programs alive. If you value our world-class ghost removal services, please consider supporting the Nerdy Show Network on Patreon. Get access to exclusive GBR content like early episode releases, outtakes, and behind-the-scenes discussions. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. If you'd like to run your own Ghostbusters role-playing game, franchising opportunities are available now. Head over to gbrpg.com for more information. For further inquiries, you can reach out to the Central Florida Ghostbusters on Twitter at GB Resurrection, as well as Facebook and Tumblr. And if you'd like to report a spook, specter, or ghost, you can leave us a voicemail at 321-209-2020. We're ready to believe you. Hey, fellas, it's Mike from the Northern Westchester branch calling. I was wondering if you guys had any information on pre-colonial American witchcraft. If you could get that information up to us as fast as possible, that'd be really appreciated. God damn it. Stop throwing that. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, if you could also give us uh, statistics for cyclotron output for a dark matter generator, that could also be much appreciated. Uh, the... Upgrade package Dr. Zedmore sent us yesterday. Apparently, uh, a certain onion head slimed the instruction manual before it got sent out, so it's completely ruined. If you can get that information to us as well, I would, many things, many things. All right, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Ghostbusters, we need your help. I think there's a ghost that's possessed my wife, Carrie, because she's not acting like she usually does. She's really mean and irritable all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.